Blog Talk Radio. And it's Thursday, and welcome to the show. And the theme this week has been about relationships, loving relationships. So we're going to delve into that. Um, What I posted for the show is I want to take your calls. I want to channel for you what my spirit guides might have to say about what's going on in your life and your concerns, problems, or whatever it is. And let them give you some advice about where it's going and reading your soul a little bit and what your soul's intention. I kind of call it soul sessions or soul readings or whatever you want to call it. And it really is about what is your soul's intentions for you in the near future. So that's what I'm about. So that's what we'll do. But I, I do channel. I go under and they speak to you directly. And I'm... yeah. I really kind of appreciate that opportunity for you to, to you or for you to be able to do that for you. If I'm making sense, I think I am. I don't know. So I love the channel. So that's what I want to do. And I will channel in a few minutes on this topic of relationships and love. We're going to get deeper into that. We a little bit deeper. Talked a little bit about this week. We talked about love language and not to beat that one to death, but did you get a chance to hear the show on Tuesday about love languages? If not, please go back and listen to it. I did post the link on Facebook if you're with me on Facebook about love languages so you can look it up. There's five basically five basic love languages. And then we'll delve into it right now. But we communicate differently to different people in our life based on our particular love language. Some people, it's intimacy. Some people, um, affection, I guess, is a better word than just intimacy. Some people respond, and I'm one of those, responds to just the physical touch, the hand-holding, the hands inside the arm, the rubs on the back. That's to me is showing love to somebody, and I, I like to reciprocate. So I guess that would go both ways. I guess there's receivers and givers. You know what we like to receive sometimes is not exactly what we like to give, but or what our partner made. So we have to learn what our partner's language is, and we have to learn what our language is because then the two languages. Are, we're in sync with our partner. We know what to show them and how to show them. Some people like gifts. Little gifts, it doesn't have to be 20 carat diamond rings, but little gifts that some people appreciate. Some people appreciate you doing things for them, the little things, you know, fixing stuff, taking care of things. Some people like to share, that's how they show love, you know, cooking or cleaning or whatever it is or fixing cars. or. So you have to kind of decide what your love language is. I don't know, I wasn't going to get into that, but I guess Spirit's prompting me to talk a little bit more about that. So you have gifts, and you have, and then you have affirmations or words, spoken words. Now they could be in cards, they could be greeting cards, they could be words spoken, that showing that you're interested in that person and you appreciate that person. Words of appreciation, words of affection. 
Okay, so I think that's it. Did I get all of them? I don't know. Did I get all of five? I'm not sure if I got all five. I got, but I wanted to go through those real quick, and that's something we talked about a lot this week. And I will emphasize with people is helping them, because once you know what your partner appreciates, you know, then it makes it easier. And your partner knows what you appreciate. So words of affirmation, we talked about that. Just kind words. You know, like, you're you're looking really good today. I like the way you did your hair. Um, oh, I love your perfume that you're wearing, or I love your cologne. And another one is quality time. Just time together. We'll talk a little bit more about that, because that's one of the keys of developing and keeping a strong relationship is quality time. Turning off the TV, turning off the, putting the cell phone somewhere else, and just spending time together. Some people just really appreciate that. And then I mentioned gifts, and then acts of service, just doing things. Some people love to do things. And and, and if your partner is a doer, male or female, I, you know, I find a lot of women who are upset because their man isn't necessarily of using words of affirmation and, you know, complimenting them and speaking and communicating. But they're communicating and they're showing their love by acts of service, fixing things, doing little things. And then the last one is physical touch, which we just talked about. So if I was to rank mine, I wonder how you would rank yours. What would be your five things and how would you rank them importance to you in your partner expressing your love to you? And you could write this down and think about this because when you once you start to communicate this with your partner, then you get a better understanding and it, you can share that. And you might make the list. Here's another thing, trick to do this, okay? Take the five things, okay? The one is words of affirmation, things that you that you appreciate from your partner, just those little things that you look really good today. You know, I really appreciate you. The work that you do, I appreciate things about you. Just it's appreciation, words of appreciation, and are powerful communicators of love, okay, it, per the article. So words of affirmation, quality time, just being with somebody, just spending time with them, um, you know, without interference, without the kids, without, you know, the TV on, just, just sitting and talking. That's, that's another, receiving gifts or giving gifts, um, acts of service, and physical touch. So I would rate mine. I'd like to hear what you have to rate yours because I would rate mine. Physical touch is really important. That, that would be number one, and the close behind that is words of affirmation. I would quality time is number three. Um, gifts, uh, probably number five. And acts of service, number four. So those are mine. So if you want to connect with me, that's how you connect. But, you know, and then you, I put those out there because think about those for yourself kind of list and priority for you and then when you communicate with your partner you can communicate and say well this is my love language this is the what's priority to me and and get a list from your partner and remember the list so that you know because let's say yours is affection but that's not your partner's you know what I mean that's not what they like to do or that that's not what they like to receive maybe they're about words, quality time, or words, so words of affirmation. And so the physical thing may not be important to them in receiving, but they need to understand that if that one's important to you in giving, then it's really important to understand that between you. 
and go there between you. Okay, so we're going off on a whole different tangent, and I didn't intend to do that today. really want to take your calls, let my spirit guides talk to you about whatever's going on in your life. I'm going to channel now, and then I'll get into a couple articles about uh, relationships and developing and keeping a stronger relationship. So we'll get into that in a minute. But let my spirit, a few minutes, let my spirit guides talk to you. Now, I want to take your calls. If you have any questions for my spirit group, the Sarah group, I can channel for you anything that would help you to make your life easier. I guess you would say that. Make your life easier. And that, that's the goal, isn't it? Make your life more fun. Stay happy. Make your life easier. All of those good things, right? So I'm going to go under and let my spirit guides talk to you for a few minutes. And then we'll get back to the articles and whatever calls and whoever wants to talk to me and talk to my spirit guides. That will be wonderful, right? So let me go under. I love to do this stuff. Give me a second. I'm going to just kind of Well, George just hit on a very key point in all kinds of relationships, not just love relationships, all kinds of relationship is communication. Understanding how the other person communicates and how to connect with them in their manner of communication. You know, he studied and, and there's a system called neuro-linguistic programming, which is about understanding how people communicate, their their language, their patterns, their their tonality, their body movements, their so it's getting in sync with your problem with your partner. So, of course, the love language is really important, but also getting in sync with your partner because in, in humanity, we, we like people who are like ourselves. That's, that's how you think. Well, I like to be around people like myself. But, you know, physical appearances can be deceiving to some degree. But this subconscious connection in, in this this neuro connection to somebody else based on certain patterns, body language, tonality of the voice, the the rate of speaking, even the accents can have a big effect on on creating a connection with somebody else because you you become in sync with that person, you're syncing up with that person through your voice patterns through the words you speak in your conversation, through your body language. You're, you're totally connecting with somebody. So you can use the love language. That's, that's great. That's wonderful. But there are other ways of connecting to, with people. And what we're emphasizing here is it's important to understand how your partner communicates. You know, it's that unwritten rule that 90% of communication is nonverbal. Think about that. 90% of communication or 80% or even if it's 50% of all communication is nonverbal. So what is your nonverbal communication with somebody? And, and you could start with something very simple, a smile. That's a nonverbal communication. It shows warmth. It shows interest. It shows caring. Now, practice that. Practice 
smiling with strangers. It opens up the heart. Smile is an opening of the heart, opening up the love. Smile is the first step to love. So think about that, the smile, the laughter, the warmth that you exude from yourself, the energy that you put out. You know, thinking about the idea or the concept, idea, <laughs> excuse us, the idea of communicating love, the love energy, the love vibration of, of when you meet people, when you talk to somebody that you care about, expressing love, expressing that vibration of love, thinking in terms of the vibration of love will open up somebody else and will we'll communicate feelings. You know, if you're closed off, if your language and body language and tonality are negative and the words that come out of your mouth are negative, you're, you're going to put up a wall between you and the person that you're trying to communicate with. So, but if your body language is open, your body language is sharing, your verbal communication is open, and it's using words that express warmth, feelings, loving kindness, generosity. Now, George had an article that he's going to talk about ways of communicating with someone that you love and want to create with. So what are your words to that person? What are your words? What are the emotions that you're expressing through the words? Is it kindness? Is it loving kindness? Is it generosity? Is it forgiveness? Or are the words that you're expressing based on negative feelings, negative anger, frustration. Even in the tonality of your voice, you can be expressing something that is the opposite of what you intended to express. So you need to start choosing words if you're trying to develop a warm, loving relationship that actually create a warm, loving relationship. Okay, so now... Here's the here's the sticky point here, and we want to emphasize this. And it's sometimes expressing feelings for people is difficult. Humans, men or women, it doesn't matter. And you're, you're, maybe your nature of who you are is an introvert. Maybe the nature of you are a little suspicious of others. So it's it's difficult for you to express feelings and emotions. But you put up a wall, haven't you? By not by being open to being vulnerable about how you feel in situations, allowing your feelings to be expressed, you open up to that other person, the deep part of yourself, the vulnerable part of yourself, perhaps even the wounded part of yourself. Not that you're looking for pity or anything like that, but you're showing that person that you're willing to open up your deep soulfulness to that individual, the deep caring. Now, you got to follow up that with that. You got you can't just go and be vulnerable and express all those those feelings that aren't necessarily the most positive. You have to follow that up with positive feelings, positive emotions. You have to follow that up with positive intentions of where you want to take your feelings and your emotion, how you want to express more love, more kindness, more generosity, how you intend to, especially in that particular relationship, how you want to express those things. So you might be vulnerable to those deep feelings that you have, sometimes not always the most positive, but you want to follow up with more positive expressions about this is where you intend to go. This is what your desire is. This is how you feel that you, this is how you want to express yourself. 
and you want to be encouraged to express yourself in that manner by your partner, by your, by your lover, whoever it might be. So that's some thoughts that we have about communication. The love language is fine, but there needs to be both the nonverbal and the verbal communication of deeply what's inside of you and deep feelings and emotions. Now, uh, obviously on a first stage, you're not going to do all that, but you can open up a little bit, on, even on a first date, some of your feelings, some of your emotions, some of the warmth that you have, some of the... And, and you can do that by showing appreciation for the other person, just opening up a little bit to appreciate some things that, you know, appreciate you being on time for our first date. That's really, I really appreciate your consideration of being on time. I really appreciate, you know, whatever it is. I really appreciate how you dress today. You look really lovely in whatever you're wearing. I appreciate your perfume. I appreciate your cologne. It's just a little words of appreciation go a long way of starting to establish that open that early a relationship and being open about yourself being honest about yourself you know the little, a lot of the things will come out after a while but just start to be open about yourself your feelings your emotions your desires your intentions to start to open those up and of course you want to be open about your values now we've drifted into the first couple of dates here and you know, some of you have been together for a long time, but well, but even even if you've been with a person for a period of time, being open about what your goals are, what your intentions are, where you want to be, but being inclusive in that. If you're with somebody, if it's a partner, if you're in a relationship, a long-term, intending to have a long-term relationship, express that. And expressing what your intention for the us is. Because we talk a lot about the us as a couple. What's your intentions for the couple? What would you like to do with as a couple? What what things would you like to as you know, when you when you put it out there, and I know George is really strong on this, when you put it out there that I intend to go on trips or I intend to travel or I intend to do this, make it inclusive. Make it inclusive. I intend with my partner, and I hope we can work out to be the partner to do this, travel, to do this. And then you get the sense of their, your, their values. Maybe that's not their value. Maybe it's not what they value. Maybe that's not the activity that they love to do. But then you can learn from each other. So we're going to leave that alone. So, yes, nonverbal communication and verbal communication are very important. You can use the love language. It's really important to know how your person your partner loves to receive love. What do they appreciate how do they appreciate you expressing love to them in the different manners? But also other words are important too and body language is very important in communicating to somebody how you're feeling about them. So thank you for listening. We'll turn it back over to George. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Okay, I'm back. So that's what they do. They channel. I channel. I go under. They speak to you about whatever topic. They go off in different directions. Sometimes they'll deal directly with your question, but sometimes they'll go a little bit deeper. And that's what they're doing here. Okay. So we're going to get into love languages. Or not love languages. I just talked about that a lot. We're going to get into taking your calls. <laughs> That's the most important thing right now. But in the meantime, in the next 25 minutes, 
Oh, how long did they talk? Oh, 10 minutes, roughly. Okay. We're going to get a couple articles. One is more serious than the others, but it's eight. one is eight ways to improve your relationship from the website realsimple.com. And I thought that was an interesting article, and I thought I'd share some of it with you. Uh, the article is Bridget Early, and I don't know Bridget. Okay. So let me see if I can find a little bit about Bridget on this. Oh, it doesn't tell me too much about Bridget. So we, we'll just assume that Bridget is an expert in her field. And we'll get into this topic of eight ways to, if I can get my, yeah, to improve your relationship. I think this is really kind of an interesting article. I have another one from Psychology Today. Now I'm going to check back and forth to see. Oops. Well, it, it posted the wrong article to Facebook, so that's okay. We'll we'll get we'll we'll get in there. So number one point. Well, let me let me give her a little lead into this, and then we'll jump into number one point of making improving your relationships. You've heard the saying, relationships aren't easy, and marriage is a work in progress. Many are quick to learn about the trials of, a ro- of ro- trials a re- romance can face once the honeymoon phase comes to an end. And I think you're familiar with the honeymoon phase. You have that early phase where people meet, and then it's the first few months where it's all emotion, where it's all euphoric. You call it love. You call it euphoric. You call it lust. And you, you overlook the problems that another person may have. You overlook some of the things, that, the annoying habits, because you're in this glow of love, right? That's the honeymoon stage. And, you know, usually you don't know for a relationship where a relationship is going to go to after you get past that honeymoon stage. You know, there's the thing about the chemistry, the attraction to, between two part, two people, then there's the romantic or their honeymoon stage, but then it leads into a relation and a partnership. So once you get past the honeymoon stage and get into the partnership stage, that's what they're talking about here. Okay, so they're talking about increasing, increasing your bond with that individual that you have feelings about. Okay, number one, be understanding and compassionate. Okay, man. <laughs> okay, man. Be understanding and compassionate. Let me read the article. It's a, they're all very short articles on each topic. So long day at the office is not quite good enough to simply be your partner's sounding board. According to research from the University of California, Santa Barbara, because feelings but because feeling understood, validated, and cared for by someone else is thought to improve relationships and well-being. Those who actually care that their partner is stressed provide more support. I like that. Now, think about that for a while. Compassionate, having compassion, having loving kindness. I would use loving kindness. Understanding, relating to the person, what's going on, why you know, let them express why they, they went through what they're going through, right? So let's let's move on to the next one. So just as I said here, it's 
Caring for someone is thought to improve relationships, cared for, validated, validating a person, validating their feelings, not trying to change their feelings, but just valid. You, you understand. I understand how you're feeling. Well, I'm trying to understand how you're feeling. I really want to understand how you're feeling. If you don't get it, express that you really want to understand how they feel on a topic. So let's move on to the next one. Set a time set a, set a time aside for intimacy at least once a week. Now this is a couple, this is an interesting point. And as people in a relationship over a period of time, this sometimes gets lost in a busy lifestyle. Couples who do who do the deed or sexual relationships at least once a week report the greatest relationship satisfaction, according to a recent study. The catch, don't force it. Even though couples who have less sex less than once a week report being less satisfied with the relationships, the findings don't clarify whether having more sex makes partners happier or happier couples simply tend to have more sex. That makes sense. Okay. So intimacy. What if your sexual partner, what if you have a sexual dysfunction in, in your relationship? I thought about that when I'm reading this. I'm thinking, well, intimacy is really important. Just just the idea of intimacy, cuddling on the sofa, just being close, that can be substituted for the actual sexual act. Just, just that level of intimacy. Because they, they use the word intimacy. I know they're referring to sexual intimacy, but there can be intimacy without sexuality that can bond two people together. Just the bonding and looking in each other's eyes. You know, looking in the eyes of a partner and just gazing into their eyes for a period of time releases oxytocin in both of you. Both of you. And that's that love hormone that will bond two people together. So that intimacy of just looking into somebody's eyes for a period of time really increases that relationship, okay? So intimacy. Okay, so let's 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 go up on to point number three. Set a time set a time sign I can't read today, I'm sorry, I apologize. Set up time to reflect. Marriage counselors increasingly suggest that formal check-ins could strengthen the bond between partners. Weekly meetings, one to talk about household responsibilities, another dedicated to more intimate issues, may help both partners feel more validated, respect, and comfortable. Set, time, set up time to reflect, but also plan. And, and, and I think that's an important part of that is the planning, the, the the preparations to do things together, the opportunity to do things together, to make a future, to plan events, you know, vacations, trips, market runs, whatever it is, spending time together to create mutual events together. And as it said, you know, just just being there, sitting down. The, the, they used to call that the family meeting, but if it's only just two people, it's still a family meeting. You do it on a regular basis, right? Number four, big one, big one, really big one, okay? Step away from the smartphone. Your iPad, your iPhone, whatever you call it, right? Whatever you have, you're some kind of smartphone. Why? It's called 
partner phone snubbing, a term used to describe distraction, keeping his or her cell phone within eyesight or in hand, glancing at his or her phone when carrying on a conversation. Do you ever do that with somebody? Have you ever been with somebody that can be really annoying where they're they're checking on scores or they're checking on their Facebook posts or they're facing checking on their Instagram posts and you're trying to communicate with them. You know, in a, ca- in a casual conversation, that's one thing. But in a relationship, when you're trying to develop a relationship, it's, a, it's even more, it creates even more difficulties when one person is not focusing on the conversation. Okay, cause, so we're saying checking on notifications during a lull in conversation caused by a phone while in the company of a romantic partner can have negative implications on a relationship. In fact, only 32% of respondents who were on receiving end of this behavior said that they were satisfied with their relationship. So you lose that intimacy between two people. When one person is constantly on their cell phone or constantly on their iPad or whatever it is, and you're trying to communicate with them, it it causes difficulties in the relationship. Think about it. Just try it. Next time you have a conversation with your partner, put the phone away. Turn it off. And see how the conversation goes better and how you can connect better without that interference of, everybody in the world trying to reach you, right? Okay, I like number five. Number five is kind of fun. This is kind of a fun thing to do. Think about it. Send a spicy text. Ooh, what do you think about that? A racy text message every once in a while may be good for couples. Those in casual or committed relationships reported that sexting Increased levels of sexual satisfaction, according to a research from Drexel University. I've read this before. Some people go, that's crazy. I never do that. But it it shows desire. It shows that you're really into that person, that, that you, you know, you have to establish a relationship first, okay? You can't just go there. And, and and somebody's real thinking that you're doing this with everybody. We're, we're talking about intimate relationships, people that have been together for a while that that just spices up the relationship. I see I have a caller. Okay, so we'll see if my spirit guides have some messages for them and what's going on with them. And then we'll get back into this article about building relationships, right? Number point six is plan a date. And well, point seven Where's point eight? Oh, okay. I'm the last point eight. Um, okay, so let's take a call, and then we'll get back to the article. Oops, wrong one. Almost pushed the end button. That's nah, not a good thing to do. Almost pushed the wrong button again. Hello? Hey. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I uh, <laughs> My name is Kira. I'm calling from Alabama. Kira? Yes, sir. And I want to see if any messages you? If you had any messages for me. I'm fine. Any, I just got a any job particular? and I yes, I just got a job and I want to know how that's gonna work out for me. I start within like another week. Oh, good for you! Congratulations, sir. Well, just all around, what do you see? 
Miguel, let me let me spirit guys talk to you. I channel, so I go away and let them talk to you directly. I this is not me. And if people don't quite understand it, but you know, it's uh, I just go under, and they speak through me. The group. It's a group of spiritual teachers, and it depends on the topic and who wants to talk to you. They don't use names because they don't think that's appropriate. Okay, so I'm going to go under. Let them communicate you for a couple minutes. That phone rang for some reason. Okay, no more disturbances here. Well, we're not going to give you a lot of predictions about the future of your job because we do know that you feel good about your job. We're not correct. Your job that you're getting, you feel like this is something that you really want to work with and something that you're excited about doing, correct? We would say that to you. I know you kind of feel like, well, who's talking? But this is, again, this is a group of spiritual teachers. But we're focusing on your future, and your future looks very promising because your intentions or your energy going into this job is excellent. Would you agree with that? Would you agree with what we yes. say that you have an excellent attitude about this new position? Correct? Yes. Yes. So so as long as you maintain that positive attitude, it's going to go really well for you. And we can so your soul is intention, your higher self, your soul, you can pick your term there. His intention is for you to make progress, is to get promotions, to move up the ladder, if you want to use that expression. So we would say, yes, your intention is to go up the ladder, to to get promotions, to improve yourself, both financially and emotionally in a job. So as long as you maintain your enthusiasm, because there's some free will here, you'll, you you recognize that. We, we look into your future. This is the goals that you have set for yourself. You're going to attain them, but you have to maintain a positive attitude and don't get discouraged by those around you. Because you, in any workplace, and you understand this, in any place you work, there's going to be the naysayers and there's going to be people a little more difficult to work with, right? You understand that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as long as you maintain this positive attitude and stay focused on your goals, you're going to achieve them. You absolutely will. That's your soul's intention. Do you understand that? What we mean by that? Yes. Yes. Your 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 soul wants you to achieve a level of success that you can reach rather easily. So just stay focused on it. You're going to do it. Absolutely, hundred percent. No problem. Okay. Thank Got it? you. Yes, You're welcome. You. Be, be well. Enjoy it. Enjoy the change in your life because this is a very good change for you. You know that. This is an excellent yes, change sir. for you. It, it's moving you out of a situation where you felt frustrated and anxious about your future, correct? Yes, sir. And now you're moving into a more positive place in your life. So be well. You'll do it. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. So that was not me. Uh, you know, my spirit guides are much better about doing this than I am. So hopefully that message is appropriate for what you what you want and what you're looking for. They seem to indicate to you that you have a great future ahead of you. Just stay focused. That's cool. Very good. Be well. Oops. I think I just let her go. Okay, I do have another caller. Then we'll get more into relationship discussions. Oops, keep hitting my mic. I my allergies are really bad today. My, my allergies are really crazy. I have a lot of pollen in the air. 
fact that they're doing gardening around me doesn't help much either, right? Um, okay, I have another caller, 205 area code. I'm going to take you, and then we'll see what else we have to do with the articles. And then we'll stay on this theme tomorrow. We're going to talk more about relationships tomorrow. This week has been about relationships and building relationships, stronger relationships. Okay. 205. Oops. So you're going to turn on? Hello. Hi. How you doing? Fine. Who, whom am I speaking to? My name is Chantez. But we'll pronounce that for me one more time. And so what's your question or concern today? How can my spirit group help you to make your life a little bit easier? I guess that's really kind of the key thing is making your life easier, isn't it? More pleasurable, more more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's going on? Well, well, me and my husband um, kind of like had a rocky week um, for his not really arguing, but just kind of been disagreeing on a lot of things. Um, one okay. of them being his daughter from another state um, coming into town. Okay. And I want to know, what do you see um, for is what's about to take place? Because I'm kind of like ready to just let it go. Sort the of relationship? The, re- the relationship yes. itself, you're ready. You're, you're ready to end the yes. relationship. Over this. Yeah. Well, it's been uh, going on since we've been married, and it seems to be getting worse. Okay. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do is I'll nice spirit guides talk to you about this. And, and I think what they want to talk to you about, and if I'm correct in understanding what they want to talk about, is the, the intention of your soul or your higher being, uh, that sort of thing, you know, because the ego and the soul are two different conflicting sometimes directions. But let me see what they have to say about your intentions from the soulful place. What we want to discuss with you just real quickly, because we're not going to take a lot of time on this, because you, you, you have set in motion your intention already because you feel frustrated and angry and you feel like you're, well, what's the word we want to use for you? The word that we would say is that you feel somewhat disrespected. Are we correct in understanding that about yeah. you? Okay, so... Well, now we're going to get back into what's your intention, your soul's intention, your higher self, your, the God self. What, what's its intention for you is to be in a loving relationship. Now, we're not trying to encourage you to do anything like end your marriage. We're, we're not saying that, but your intention is to be in a loving, kind, generous relationship that's really important to you as we understand you and your soul's intention is doing that. So if your current relationship is not fulfilling that strong need within you, at some point, we're not saying when exactly, it feels like we we look into your energy field, it feels relatively soon that you're going to be seeking another relationship in your life that fulfills those particular needs. Are, are we... You making understand what we're trying to say to you. We're not saying it's going to end the divorce in tomorrow or next week, but your overall intentions of your soul is to be in that that kind, loving relationship, and you're not getting it, and you will seek it. Simply, simply put, you oh. will you will desire that. You will get it. You will reach out for it. 
okay. but you you feel very urgent. There's an urgency in you to get there. Is that are we correct in understanding you? Yes. Because you your your frustration level. So we're not telling you what to do. We would never, from a spiritual place, tell you what to do. But we're reading you, and we're saying that that's where you're going in your life is to seek out another relationship that fulfills those basic core needs that you're not getting right now. Okay? So you will do what you need to okay. do, but you but you will eventually reach that place where you have that in your life because that's what you put out to God. This is what I really want, and this is what I'm going to get. Got it? Okay. Got it? Okay. Enjoy, and, right, and we would say to you, make decisions, make choices that lead to that ultimate end in your life of establishing better relationships, okay? Okay. Thank Very good. You. Thank you for listening. Bye now. Okay, I'm back. Let me – that was kind of a loving way of putting it, wasn't it? I, I'm just listening to them. I'm – I'm listening as they're speaking to you. Now, that sounds kind of strange to a lot of people. They go, what are you talking about? Well, that wasn't me. We only have a couple minutes left in the show, so we're going to hit those little points real quick. Ooh, okay. We've talked about stepping away. We had time to reflect, step away from the cell phones. Okay, next point is set a, plan a date night. Just on a regular basis, you and your partner to go out on a date, you know, Get a babysitter, whatever it takes, establish, and don't break it. Don't let little things interfere with it, even work. If you can, make it a priority to have a date night, that this is your number one priority this week and this date, whether it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is, make sure that that becomes the highest priority of the week. And other things, you know, family members, Whatever it's not obviously you can have emergencies, but even if you have an emergency, reschedule rather quickly your date night. Say thank you often. Showing appreciation, showing gratitude, appreciating the other person. Just just saying little things when they do something, like if they clean up clean the house, thank you. If they fix the car, thank you. If you know, it doesn't matter what gender. I mean, the guy could be doing the floors, right? Thank you very much, right? Or taking out the trash. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you doing that for us, for us, for us. Makes our life easier. So being showing appreciation for the acts that your partner does. And that's part of the love language too, isn't it? Uh, the next point, which I can't seem to get to because this thing is all locked up, is buy into romantic notions. Let me just read the article here. Go ahead and take a page out of your favorite romantic comedy. Couples who believe in love at first sight, soulmates, and the idea that love never fades were more likely to report greater relationship satisfaction and commitment according to a recent study. And I can look up the study if you're interested, but let me read that again. Because that goes contrary to what a lot of people would say, isn't it? Couples who believe in love at first sight, soulmates, and the idea that love never fades were more likely to report greater relationship satisfaction. So it's a belief in love, really. It's a belief in love. You believe in love. You believe in the love with your partner. You believe that this is the one. This is my partner for life. 
that when I instantly met this person, I knew that there was a connection, that that sort of thing. The idea that love can continue on. Love does not have to stop because we've been together for 30 years or 20 years or 10 years. That love is something that continues on and on, and you can build on it. You can build on love. If you've been together for 15 years, your love could be stronger than day day one. So believing in love, that's one of the keys to having a great relationship. Do you believe it? I believe it. I think it's really a good point. So tomorrow we're going to get back into this theme. And again, we'll let my spirit guides answer questions for you. That's the main bulk of the show. But we're going to talk more about relationships. We'll get into another article or two on ways of making your relationship stronger. So I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you want to go back and listen to some of the older shows, they're posted. Um, There's blogs. You know, you can go to iTunes and you can look up the shows also there. So there are lots of ways of listening to my shows. I appreciate you listening. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I love you guys. And smile at somebody today. Just smile. Or go to the mirror and smile at yourself for a while. Beautiful. Thank you. Bye.